from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man! He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Welcome you back with us this morning in about 15 minutes. Charles Arbuckle, top of hour two, Griff will check in. That's Mike Griffith, AJC's Dog Nation. Gator Dave, who we weren't able to get last week, is back. Check in with him hour two. And... Since college baseball is getting very close to the playing portion, Johnny Vegas, he did this for us last year, will join us top of hour three to peruse the world of college baseball. Kind of a preview. That is the agenda today on this Tuesday edition. 615-844-5600 on Twitter, at Bill is King. And if you do want to email the show, that would be BillisKing7 at gmail.com. Ways you can communicate. I am getting, and I, I want to say I appreciate it, because it may sound rude. I'm getting either interviews or videos from you folks. And it's from TikTok. And various people in this audience have sent these to me, and they're all different, and I'm sure they're all good. I don't have TikTok. When I click on those, not knowing, and then it says sign up for TikTok, I'm not signing up for TikTok. That is not happening. If the world's best interview ever and key information nugget is some clip of audio, video on TikTok, I'm going to miss it. So, no, I appreciate it. I want you to know, you thinking of me sending me things, and I hope you don't stop, but if it's on TikTok, I won't be able to get it. I'm not signing up. That is not something I will ever do, just personally. 
send it in some other form or something. I, I, I do appreciate it. I, I don't want that to sound rude because I do not mean it to be at all. I just I won't be able to receive the clip is, is my point. Auburn has hired DJ Durkin. We were talking on Monday about Iowa. They needed to get their offensive coordinator position filled, and they hired Tim Lester. I don't think that metaphorically moves the needle much. DJ Durkin hired at Auburn. Does that move the needle? I mean, it's it's a decent hire. I don't know that I'll be having confetti parties about it, but it's a decent hire. Durkin has been at a lot of various college campuses coaching. Many of them also was the head coach at Maryland and got fired in a very controversial way. He was... Most recently at A&M, last couple of years, for Jimbo, he was with Baby Kiff for a couple of years. Before that, he was, I think he stopped over for a year with the Falcons as a analyst or something. Then he was the coach at Maryland. Yeah, it was the coach at Maryland, head coach at Maryland. He was at Michigan for a brief amount of time. He was the defensive coordinator at Florida as well. And uh, I'm probably going to skip a school somewhere in there. But they hired Mr. DJ Durkin to join that staff as the defensive coordinator. Now, Auburn is a place, folks, where I know you can win. You can win at Auburn. The question I have overall would be looking at the SEC, and we were talking about ranking the first six in some order, and you would go Georgia, Maybe Texas, Ole Miss, Alabama, somewhere in there. I'm going to move Alabama down a little bit, and when they move up, hey, I'll be right there, folks. Don't worry about it. I'd have Georgia, Texas, Ole Miss, Alabama. I would not have Alabama over Ole Miss right now. That could change. Fluid, fluid, fluid. After that, where do you go? Would you go with Tennessee? Would you go with Missouri? Would you go with LSU? Would you go with Oklahoma? Who am I skipping out on there? Would you go with Auburn? Now, once you get by those four, it's kind of interesting. Not that those four are concrete at all. But Auburn in this recruiting class, it's a top ten recruiting class. The class of 24. There's dudes in there, man. I mean, they're receiving. You could you could claim their receiving class is about as good as anybody. They got Cam Coleman, 
who's a five-star. That's an in-state player. I'm not sure what position, but they've got Demarcus Riddick, who's an athlete, who's a borderline five-star, high four-star listed, and they have Bryce Kane as well. They're assembling some personnel. Now, they've still got a ways to go. They're not up there where Georgia is. I don't think they've got the personnel Texas has right now. They're behind Alabama. Many years of recruiting for Alabama ahead of Auburn, but DJ Durkin joins, and we'll see how that all fits with Hugh Freeze, who is going to allegedly take over that offense, which he's equipped to do. It's just facilitating all the time that you would need in the meantime. Tom in Myrtle Beach said, let's go college baseball preseason report from my boy Johnny Vegas. That would be top of our three. Allen has already said he will not sponsor that segment. He said, what time is the baseball report? I'm going to have to tune out that bill. Now, Johnny Vegas, this isn't about you. This is just Allen does not like baseball talk. He's made that clear. Even though I'm very excited about his Knowles this year, he does not like baseball talk. Uh, Allen, top of hour three. Yeah, top of hour three. That segment which goes from about four after, somewhere in there, about four after you have the top of the hour news and then till about the 16 mark is where Johnny Vegas will be occupying radio space. Georgia Dog says, Bill, pretty amazing stat here. Alabama players on active roster, a remarkable streak will continue. No player who finished college at Alabama has scored a point in a Super Bowl. Players from 143 other colleges, from Coast Guard to Miami, have scored in the Super Bowl. Now, does Joe Namath not get credit? Did he not... In Super Bowl, what would that have been? The Colts and the Jets. Wasn't that Super Bowl three? Green Bay won the first two. And then I believe Super Bowl three because that is, as a kid, that's when I started noticing football in general. That game, that Jets-Colts game, actually is one of the first games I remember. More including a college game. The first college game was the incredibly famous Texas-Arkansas game of 69 when the president of the United States was at the game. Just I, I just remember that on national TV and sitting there watching it as a, as a child. But, yeah, that, that Super Bowl three and – Jets won that game in a low scoring, and they were a solid underdog. That's the game where Joe was sitting on the beach down in Miami prior and told the reporters, I'm guaranteeing you we're going to win. And I was for the Colts, so I thought Joe was cocky. I didn't like him at the time. 
But but Kenny Stabler, I, I'm not sure I get this stat. Yeah, I'm not sure. But there there you have it. There you have it. Perry Mason down in the Orange Groves of America, down in Lake Placid, Florida, if you've ever been. I have not been to Lake Placid. Seen lots of pictures because Perry will take pictures on his big John Deere when he's going through the fields and stuff. Perry says, Bill, Allen would be excited if his baseball or basketball team was any good. Not sure which one you're talking about there. But I think the baseball team is absolutely in the right direction. Tom in Myrtle Beach. Got a question for Buck. So we'll wait for that one. I was just noticing that one. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that one. Charles Arbuckle. We missed Charles. Charles was traveling last week, so we missed him. Buck back with us here after the break. Happy Tuesday, y'all. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning, THP. Still out here cleaning up this accident in Rutherford County. It's been a mess, and it still is, on 24 westbound at Joby Jackson. This is really delaying a lot of folks coming in from Coffee County as well through this section of Rutherford County. On 24 westbound, eastbound is slow with a lot of rubbernecking going on over there as well. Again, it's still a mess out here on 24 east and westbound at Joby Jackson exit here in Rutherford County. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken can uh, cater during the big game that's coming up. Check out more information on princesshotchicken.com's website. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Attention business owners, WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's sports radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039. 
615-844-1039 or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I said all day yesterday on the show that you don't hand a microphone to a guy when the season's over to address the crowd if he's coming back. No, he he's not coming back. So we can back. stop saying if he doesn't come back. But today, now you really let me reiterate, <laughs> for sure, gone. Look forward to the ceremony. You can put that to bed. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Get closer to Bill King, 615-844-5600. There's our buckle. Will be with us shortly. Buck played tight end all the way up through the NFL. Also, we have coming up Griff, top. I don't think Pat knew. It doesn't matter. Pat, you were on air there. That's fine. Nothing you did wrong. Okay. No worries. Charles Buckle with us. Always a pleasure. Buck, you played the tight end position all the way up to the highest of levels. We're about to see Kelsey and Kittle. A, are they the two best tight ends in the game? And if you could differentiate, how are they at all different in skill set, et cetera? Well, I mean, I got to give – there's one guy that I really like that's the young guy, Laporta. Laporta played well, you know, got injured. Tough guy, kept playing, and uh, he was a, a very good target for golf. I thought they went away from him too soon. Actually, when they started coming back, they started getting the ball to him. But you know, these Iowa guys have done a nice job. I'll say this about Kelsey. The thing that you can really tell is he's a former quarterback because of the way he thinks he's able to do things and get not only himself open but other guys open. And he also knows what Pat Mahomes is thinking. I mean, they see the game the same way. It's it's very hard to have 11 targets and catch all of the passes, right? But that's the kind of – setup that they have in that offense. Andy Reid has allowed him a lot of flexibility and his option routes. He and Pat Mahomes do a lot of work together. You can tell they're just they're on the same page. And a lot of people look at it during the regular season and they were struggling at certain points. But I wasn't worried about it because I said, hey, when the playoffs get here, that's when Kelsey's game raises and that's when Patrick Mahomes' game raises. So I, I think, you know, when you look at the one thing about Kelsey, he's not an inline guy all the time. He will get in there and he's willing to block, but he's not a blocker. Kittle 
there's a dog on the on the line of scrimmage. I mean, that one block that he had on Aiden Hutchinson oh, was God. phenomenal. I mean, he you know, Aiden Hutchinson got off balance and he just kept driving his feet and took him. And Kittle's not a big guy. I mean, he's tall, he's you know strong, but he he knows how to block. He just knows how to get in there. And that was the one thing you can remember early on, even when he was catching passes, he was still a very dominant blocker. So I think they come at it different ways. But what I like about both of them is they make plays. They know how to, you know, when it's when it, when the game's on the line and it's time to make a play, both of those dudes do a phenomenal job doing that. They're both what six five six six. Uh, Kelsey's probably a little thicker, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. I, I would say they're very similar. But you know, like if, if ten years ago they would have been basketball guys, right? I right. Mean, <laughs> And then they morphed it. And Kelsey, from what I heard, is a really good basketball player. I'm not sure about Kittle. But it's just interesting to watch how that position coaches now understand their matchup. We've always been matchup problems. I mean, when you use tight ends in the right way, they're going to match you up, and it's hard to limit what they can do. And I think that's what what I really like about watching both of them play and then some of the young guys that are coming out now, even Isaiah Lively. Uh, you know, I, he, he wasn't open in the end zone, but I will say this. Had Lamar thrown that ball to the back of the end zone, it's no telling if he could go out and make a play. That was triple coverage, so you can't throw there. But he had a nice little run when Mark Andrews was out. So I think if you're an offensive coordinator, a coach that really understands how to play the game, you get your tight ends involved. I'd be running a lot of 12 personnel next year with the Ravens because it ba- off it makes the defense unbalanced and it, ba- it balances them off so you kind of can see what they're doing. But but I really do think there's some really young tight ends that are effective and can play. But Kittle and Kelsey at the highest level right now, I don't know if there's anybody playing better than those two uh, collectively. Buck, I don't watch enough NFL, so I just noticed this. I follow Lamar Jackson from high school, from Florida. I had people telling me at these camps when he was being recruited, hey, they're mixing him up between the receiver line and the quarterback line and all that. I remember all that, and obviously he's become and been a fantastic player. His arm slot, it's never been conventional, but just watching him on Sunday – Something he does where he, where it almost goes to the side there at the last minute. Has that always been his motion? Because I did not notice yeah. that. Yeah, I, I can remember him at Louisville. Um, you see shades of that. Yeah. I think you see it a little bit more. What I do think, I don't think people give Bobby Petrino enough credit for bringing him along as a quarterback. He still right. has a ways to go. I mean, he still has some, some things to learn. And, 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 and I'm going to say this. To me, it's not about the passing game for him. Sometimes now he's slowing himself down in the run game where he's super effective. And I think you saw a little bit of that. Maybe it was some confusion in what he was seeing uh, where he should have run a couple of times and maybe kept the drives alive, right? Uh, Because he's not trusting his legs, which is his best asset. And Brock Purdy showed you in that other game, hey, if I got an opening, I'm going to get through that hole and I'm gone because I know it's man or I know I have all that green grass. But Lamar... When he was at Louisville, Bobby Petrino really worked with him on that cross, those crossing routes. You know, the the the, the shallow cross 
with the two receivers coming across, and then they would do some big stuff over the top. Or you could see his arm strength when he was going on one hash, throwing to the other. It wasn't always consistent, but it was a, I mean, he has a really strong arm. And, and so it's changed now because I see him doing some things that he, he'll, he'll slot it down because he's used to seeing those crossing routes come across his face, and then when they flash, he's able to throw it from different arm angles. He does it a little bit more than I remember him, but I remember seeing that a lot when I watched film or seeing it watching film when he was at Louisville. I think you're seeing it more. But I'll say again, think about what you saw. If, if anybody's sitting here saying, oh, he had a terrible game, there's two things that I didn't like that Todd Munkin did. They got away from the run game. The Ravens were the number one rushing team in the league, or they were up there pretty high. And you were playing a, a Chiefs team that had struggled somewhat against the run. Keep running the football. Take it out of Pat Mahomes' hands. And then trust your legs, Lamar. Trust what your eyes tell you, because there were times he could run, but he kept going back, back. You lose yards, you're never going to gain it in the NFL. And Zay Flowers, Man, young man, young man, ain't no, you don't, don't, don't taunt right there. You make the play and then you have an opportunity. And when you try to go in the end zone, Sneed made a hell of a play on that. I mean, that was just a phenomenal play by the defensive back. But again, don't compound the things that you've already done. When you have a penalty and then you're trying to score, sometimes you just got to go down because you got three guys going there. You're not going to beat all of them. And I know he was trying to make a play, and I felt so bad for him. But those are the things in big games that come back to bite you. And I think the Ravens had everything right there, but the Chiefs once again said, we've been here, we understand, and we're going to do it to you guys like we've done it to everybody else. Tom in Myrtle Beach, Bill asked Buck, how does he think UCLA will do in their first year in the Big Ten? He says they don't play Ohio State or Michigan. Toughest games are at LSU. Oregon, at Penn State, at Nebraska, at Washington? Well, I think that early game against LSU is going to be a good indicator. You know, LSU is going to be tough again this year. They beat them a few years ago when they were out there with Orgeron. Um, I think LSU is going to be – it's always hard to beat LSU at home, right? If LSU has any offensive firepower like they did this year, if their defense is better because that's where they struggled. UCLA is going to have – it's going to be interesting. I think this first year is going to be a, a challenging year for them. Um, I don't think their offensive line is very good. Uh, and, and if you don't have an offensive line, it's going to be tough in the, in the Big Ten. They lost some key guys on the defensive front, and that worries me a little bit. So, you know, I think they're going to have some struggles. I think what they're doing, though, is they're getting some good transfer portal guys. That's the way they've gone the last few years. And it seems like for the first time that I can remember, Chip was out there recruiting. I don't remember seeing him in schools and – you know, he's, he's everywhere. And I think the one thing for them is that there are a lot of kids from the Big Ten footprint that do want to go out to the West Coast. So they have to take advantage of that and get O-line and D-line back in order to go into the Big Ten. L Dog down in Peachtree City, Georgia, says, ask Buck if he thinks Mahomes will end up surpassing Brady as the GOAT. You know, we always want to put people at the next spot. But, Bill, it's amazing – the kid out of Texas Tech that not many people wanted when he came out, and they were looking at the Chiefs, interestingly, because he they traded up to get him and what he's been able to do. And I've been at Texas Tech a few times over the last couple of years talking to their coaches, getting an understanding of Patrick Mahomes at that level because they, a few of them were there. They say he still comes back, he works out. 
But the one thing they knew right away was his ability to make people better. And we talked about this, the guys that I was watching the game with the other night. I don't think we give Tom Brady enough credit for that because of how well guys played. I don't think we remember some of those teams where Brady didn't have the same weapons that Peyton Manning had, but remember how they were able to beat the Colts during that time. Also think about how Mahomes, if they can keep the consistency, that offensive line has been outstanding for Kansas City. But it's also made better because you have a quarterback that knows when to run, knows when to pass, does all those things, and they, and they have a strong running game. If they can keep that strong running game, whether it's Pacheco, you know, that the running backs could change just like they did in New England for Tom Brady. But I think, I don't want to say it yet, but it's hard to see teams beating this team consistently in the playoffs because they've just shown me every time that you think somebody's going to unseat them they figure out another way to get that next level. They, they know how to motivate themselves. New England used to do that. They come up with ways to get pissed off. Justin Tucker's kicking in, in that area, and then they're throwing his helmet and his football. They got dog in them. And I think that's what you need when you have Kelsey. And then defensively, I don't know if Steve Spagnola gets enough credit for how good he is. Chris Jones is phenomenal in the defensive interior, but you can move him outside. I think the one thing I'm concerned with them about is Omenahu being out this, with the ACL. But to answer your question, he's trending in the right direction. And if he does it, I wouldn't be shocked. Buck, is Bill Belichick being ostracized? I think the game may, may have passed him a little bit, Bill. I think the thing, let's think about it like this. I was on his, I was in, I had a cup of coffee in Cleveland when he was there. Belichick, Almost got him to the playoffs. They they really couldn't get things going. He goes to New England. Has, you know, once he gets Brady, and they were pretty good with Drew Bledsoe, right? And Bledsoe got walloped on the sideline, hurt. Brady comes in as a young gun, and then they start that run. I don't know if Bill ever gave Tom Brady enough credit for what he did because it was always about Bill, and I think you're seeing that now. And I think you're seeing. The NFL has always, you know, NFL and college football has had this thing of being young, right? We want to go yeah. younger. I think they don't give him enough credit for what he's done in the, in the game. But the old guard has kind of left Pete Carroll. You're seeing Bill Belichick. Maybe they have to take positions where they, they do something different and move into the front office. But I do think there's some, you know, his crustiness and the way he is worked perfect for New England. But is that going to work in, you know, Los Angeles with the Chargers. Is it going to work in, in Atlanta? Maybe not. And I think these, these GMs and owners are taking a look at it. And if I were him, I wouldn't have taken the Panthers job, so he's smart there. But I just think this cycle is, is, was interesting to watch. And I want to see the next cycle, how that will be, because I'm sure he'll get another opportunity if he wants it. Uh, but this, this cycle seems like he's not going to be the guy because even the positions that are open, they look like they're holding those for these guys that are in the, in the playoffs in the Super Bowl. How will Harbaugh do in Los Angeles? Well, I think he'll do well. I, I really do. I think you know, there's a couple of things he's got. He's got a really young quarterback that can play. Their defense has been underachieving, but they've got a lot of good players on defense. Um, Brandon Staley has lost that team almost two years in a row. And so I think he's in a situation where he knows what he's going to do and how he can step into it because he's done it in San Francisco. Now, the key with Jim 
is how long will it take him to rub some people the wrong way? How long will it take him to great on folks? I don't know. I mean, I think he's learning. He's won a championship in college. Now he gets a chance to do it at the next level. Uh, and let's not forget, he, all, he and his brother were going back and forth. He had a real strong chance to win one already. So I think he'll do well there. I think they've got a lot of, a lot of opportunities. If the Spanos family has finally said they're not going to be interfering, like, and it seems like they're moving away from that and allowing the head coach and the GM to make the decisions, I think, I think the, the Chargers will be pretty good. Um, I don't know how what that means is how quickly can they get back into a playoff run and a Super Bowl run, but I know Jim's got it figured out. He understands that. And he knows the, the blueprint for it. He did it as a player. He did it before as a coach. He's won a championship in college football. Now he knows that blueprint, what it will take to get get it done at the league, at the league level. And uh, it'll be interesting to watch. He, he's going to – He's going to ruffle some feathers, but I think he's going to do a good job and get people going in the right direction. Buck, you were with him for how long in Indy? We played together two years in Indy. Right. Yeah. So he we captain comeback. Ted Marchabroda kind of re- resurrected his career. Uh, you could tell Jim was, I mean, ultra competitor. Uh, you know, always wanted to, always wanted to win at something, right? If a shaking hand, he's gonna try to win at that. And uh, no, I, I got, I got, I got a lot of respect for him, man, because he's competitive as hell, and he's gonna compete, even to beat you to the bed uh, at night to, to see who got, who can turn the lights off last. <laughs> Buck, we'll see you next week. All right, man. Take care. Charles Arbuckle, always good, man. Griff at the top of the hour. Let's see how many people he can make, man. Start counting. Omni, Nashville Hotel, Friday, we'll be there. Good morning, THB. Still working this nasty crash out in Rutherford County right now. It's 24 westbound at Joby Jackson. It's headed slow in both directions on 24 east and westbound. Out there around Joby Jackson exit there in that part of Rutherford County. Really delaying those folks coming in right now from Coffee County trying to get into Rutherford. Traffic's uh, picking up even more now on I-40 over here by the airport as you pass Donaldson Pike. Princess Hot Chicken has you covered for the big game that's coming up uh, with catering. Check them out online at Princess hotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. At Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf, there's something that binds us all. The collective goal to transcend the ordinary. Introducing the new Callaway AI Smoke Driver. The new AI Design Club has multiple sweet spots across the face, making it an average of seven yards longer than the prior model. Visit us in-store for a free custom fitting at your local Edwin Watts Golf Shops or shop us online at WorldWideGolf.com. Get there! Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizm Kism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. 
Don't use if allergic to Skyrizi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about SkyRizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6th to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. Sports. Bill King knows a few things. Americus, Georgia says, Bill, what about Julio Jones? It was the stat about Alabama players not scoring in the Super Bowl. Julio in Super Bowl 17, and that was the game where they were up 28-3 to and lost. He did not have a touchdown in that game. I had to go look. I had to go look. I, I did not remember, but had to go look. Now, Hurts has scored. Yeah, he had. Charlie also says, down in Americas, and this is regarding, I was asking you folks about YouTube TV, and we started doing more research about it, and I got some really good uh, advice from you folks, Tom and everybody else. Charlie says, Bill, my business down there in Americas is he builds small customer towers he goes from 85 to 180 feet and shoot fiber-based internet throughout my network this gives folks that live out in the sticks high-speed internet quickly and consistently because i've got bunches of customers here in sumter county that sounds interesting charlie yeah that's kind of ironic there but but he, he, he would know more about this conversation, certainly, than me. 
Yeah, I appreciate that, Charlie. Appreciate the info there very much. Noonan, Georgia. Mike the Mad Dog checking in this morning. Bill, could you ask Buck, is Jimmy Lake a good defensive coordinator? I think he was considered that. I know Nick uh, made a run at him a couple of years ago. Allen in Tampa. Hey, Bill, tell Perry Mason I'm in Lake Placid now going to Miami. Ain't watching baseball no matter who it is. So you have to cut. When you're going from Tampa down to Miami, and he has jobs, Allen does, in his excavator business all over that state. He may be in Jacksonville one week, couple of weeks. He might be down close to Tampa where he's located. He may be in Orlando. He may be in Fort Myers. He may be in Daytona Beach. He might be in Miami. He might be in Fort Lauderdale. He's all over. Allen says it does not matter if Florida State's going to be any good in baseball. I ain't watching. If you're trying to sell him some kind of package to a baseball game and then hit him for $150 nuggets, I don't think he's going to pay when it comes to that. Yeah, I don't think so. Taylor in Fayetteville, Georgia. Bill, Gators have been celebrating passing up Florida State in the recruiting rankings, which gives them the, and he checks the list, seventh best class in the conference. Send them to Atlanta already, Bill. I haven't even looked. I haven't even looked day-to-day at the recruiting rankings. I haven't in the last – did we look at them yesterday on the show? I don't think we did. But, yeah, checking the rankings right now and signing period, the next one is a week from tomorrow, which is Feb 7th, Georgia, Bama, Miami number three, Bucks four, Duckies next at five. Texas, LSU, Auburn, Oklahoma, Notre Dame 10. Clemson, Florida State 12. Tennessee 13. 14, Penn State 15 is Florida. So I guess it. I just pulled up 24-7. It, it's just random. I just pulled it up that way. And I'm, I'm sure you can. Does on three have it a little bit different? Assortment-wise, it might. Yeah, it might. I do not get personally ever bogged down, and not that Taylor was, in class number eight compared to class number 11 or class four versus class six. There are so many ways that could go and could be judged, and could end up. I don't get into the uh, minutiae of that because it's it's unclear. I love 
and have fun with the recruiting aspect of this world, right, and and where players are going and how they do. and I've seen it all. I've seen it all times infinity. But getting tied down into class number 11 versus class number 15, that's tough. I mean, it doesn't – you can't say, well, they're going to be better because they were number 11 and you were number 14. It might end up that way, but just by virtue of that ranking, as much as I like and do subscribe to Stars Matter, I don't take it that deep. There's too many things that could happen. What if you have a class, and again, it's a multitude of classes, how they pile up together, not just that one group. But what if what if over a three-year period, you average number, I'll pick that number again, number 14. Your average national rankings, number 14. But in there, you've got an absolute beast as the quarterback. He is a Dominant player. And then you've got another place where they average number eight. They, they, they go a little deeper in their numbers and their rankings last three, four years than you do. Who would you rather have? And their quarterback's pretty good, but he's not a, a top draft pick and certainly doesn't dominate the college game and doesn't make the difference that that other quarterback does. It's it's how it all piles up. Taylor says, Bill, on three has Gators 11 in Florida State 14. Okay. Craig in North Augusta says, Alan, we get it. You don't like baseball, but you don't have to let us know every time the subject comes up. <laughs> no, Alan is going to let us know every time it comes up. Uh... Allen in Tampa. Bill, we go the back way to Miami, down 27. Interstate 75 sucks. Gators can celebrate recruiting. I'll celebrate reading that A-Z-Z. All right, we'll get a break here. Coming right back. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. They're still working this mess out here in Rutherford County. I'm talking about 24 westbound at Shelby Jackson. Eastbound's been running slow as well, but westbound's been the biggest problem. We even had a car behind it start smoking. Again, they have it shut down on 24 westbound. Hopefully, they'll open it up soon here at Shelby Jackson out here in Rutherford County. That's really delaying a lot of folks coming in from Coffee County as it starts to uh, load up now on 65 southbound there at Trinity Lane. Prince's Hot Chicken has you covered with catering during the big game coming up. Check them out at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. 
And now, NetPaint LLC is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Please visit DAV.org and consider donating to the disabled U.S. veterans who need our help. This message is brought to you by NetPaint LLC, serving Nashville and the surrounding areas for 10 years. For all your residential, commercial, interior, and exterior painting needs, give the pros a call today at 615-608-4548. 615-608-4548. That's NetPaint LLC. They're professionals who care. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5 and the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. And I'm former All-Pro linebacker for the Tennessee Titans, also known as Mr. Monday Night Keith Bullock. And I'm Patton Cook. We're inviting you to join us every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 for What's Good with KB and JB, the podcast show. All live on Nashville Sports Radio and all streaming platforms. We talk Titans, we talk SEC football, we talk NBA, we talk everything, and we also get a little petty from time to time. Make sure you join us. We have more Jeffs than you do. It's the Bill King Show. Carolina. This is interesting. Says Bill, I've been busy, but I don't miss a show streaming. He goes, you're in the same place I was a couple of years ago. The problem with YouTube is the internet. Says, sure, you've got the strongest internet because of your work. I can promise you that is not close to mine. I have a lot of business software that runs inside my house if I'm in it. They brought in a 
fiber optic cable to support that goes on in this house on a football Saturday. Find a good IT guy that understands the internet and wireless. Just because the internet is strong, you're running a lot of devices at one time. Phones, maybe a watch, pads. He goes, I have all my kitchen appliances running that bogged down the wireless. TVs on YouTube must be hardwired or in the middle of a play, you will get a little spinning that is always on the biggest play of the game. Then the biggest mistake made by most people, they think if they hardwire a TV, they can just start watching. He says a TV is designed to use the easiest source. You must go to each TV and turn off the wireless. And he said you need to install a Nighthawk dual-band Wi-Fi 6 mesh add-on satellite router so every room in the house is strong just in case you or all the kids want to use their phones and tablets off the same data. Yeah, the Nighthawk M6... You're talking about the hot box? Yeah, the Wi-Fi is something that I'm, I've ordered. I'm, I'm ordering that regardless because of just emergencies and things. For example, when we're down here or something. Yeah, that's, that's one item I, I should have had a long time ago. But, yes, that's a very good – I've been researching that. Yeah, I've been re- – that's not even – that's only – it's not even expensive. Yeah, I had, matter of fact, I had, uh, I had, uh, Michelle was making some calls about that yesterday. Dom up in Pittsburgh, who's a big Notre Dame fan, checking in, says, Bill, is it Rake Forest or Wake Forest? Asking for a friend. Well, or is it the Arm Farm? Or is it the Claw Fence? Which one is it? Could be any of them. Josh in Picktown, Ohio. Bill, trying to get whiskey glasses for everybody for the wedding so everybody can have a drink. I'm also trying to get a couple of bottles of 12-year Weller. I will have Weller, but it won't be that 12-year. <laughs> Don't think I'll have that, but I'll have the... Uh, what, what's the regular bottle of well? It's about a $60 bottle, I think, somewhere in there. Did I tell you my, my oldest son was home from dental school and we were cutting brisket? And I got tired. I'd been cutting brisket. I said, would you take over here? And he goes, pour me a, a glass of Weller. That was the bride. Yeah, that was, that was, that was his way of saying, okay, but it's going to cost you. Pour me a glass, which I happily did. Yeah, happily, happily did that. Top of the hour, we'll be guesting it up. Griff will be with us. Mike Griffith, AJC's Dog Nation. He'll check in top of the hour. Gator Dave, hour two. And Johnny Vegas, talking college baseball preview. Top of hour three on this Tuesday edition. Omni Nashville Hotel.
560 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 1079 